take everything you've learned this week and let's make it practical. Are you ready? Let's go in three, two, one. made for this. To get started with Dwell, go to dwellapp.io slash made for this to get 10% off a yearly subscription or 33% off Dwell for life. 33% off means you save $50. So make sure to visit dwellapp.io slash made for this and commit to scripture for the rest of this year or for life. Well, this week might've been the hardest week because we talked about living life committed to each other and not quitting each other and being consistent with each other. And that can be the hardest part. Once you have those people, not letting them go and deciding to stay, it really can be the hardest part because you're going to have to face hurt. You're going to have to go through conflict. You're going to have to say, even when this isn't easy anymore, because the deeper it gets, guys, the more intimate it gets, the more known you are and the more you know other people, the more complicated and messy friendship gets. But guys, that is actually where the best parts live. And I love that you are are still with me and thinking about these things because it really does change the way we do life. And I'm afraid that in America, we really have gotten so, well, America or just the West, we've gotten way too quick to walk away. And that Friendships and relationships are disposable. I mean, for crying out loud, marriage feels disposable in our culture. And therefore, friendship and relationships, as soon as they get hard, we want to walk away. And we can, right? We do and we can. And that's so sad. It's part of what's broken in our culture. And I really believe it could change if you said, hey, we're going to commit to each other. We're going to do life together for a long, long time. When our small group committed to each other in that way, it was – it was scary. In fact, there have been times where it isn't easy, where we are fighting and hanging on to each other because it's easier to, it would have been easier to walk away, but we've, we've committed. We're all in and we're going to stay together. It's been five years now. And there have been different points where different people have wanted out or wanted to walk away because they're hurt or just because it's not easy or they don't feel known or connected. And, and we've all done the work to stay. And it has made it so rich. Our kids are friends with each other's kids now. We know each other's marriages and spouses. We travel together. We care about each other so, so deeply. And that kind of tenure and that kind of long-term relationship actually is shaping every part of our life. It's not just our kids. It's not just our finances. It's not just our work. It's not just our days. It's all of it. We are doing life together deeply. And it's changing everything. So three, two, one, here we go. Three questions to ask yourself right now and to have conversations around over the weekend. Number one, has a fight ever made a relationship stronger in your life or has it ended it? Number two, what is your plan for consistent connection? And and on this, let me just say, you've got to have a plan. You've got to know what it looks like. You've got to tell and communicate with the other people you're committed to. Hey, we're going to do this over the long run. You got to say that so that they don't walk away too easily so that you're accountable to them when you've said, Hey, we're going to do life together. And I don't want you just to quit me when it gets hard. You've got to have these conversations on the front end. Number three, how have you given up too easily in the past? Are there any relationships that you need to go restore? Have you given up on anybody that, that, you're convicted about that. You're like, you know what? They were a good friend to me and maybe maybe we could work this out. 
And it might be worth a phone call. It might be worth a coffee date to say, hey, I don't want to end this friendship this easily. I want us to, to work this out. And you know what? You, they may not reciprocate. They might have moved on and, and be too hurt and not want to re-engage. You can't control that. Again, we talked about earlier this week, as much as it depends on you, live at peace with all men. Sometimes you can't. Okay, and here's two verses, two scriptures to dig in deeper. Number one, Galatians 6, 2. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. I've talked about in the past these one another statements that scripture uses. They're actually really, really messy and they're costly to bear with one another, to admonish one another, to forgive one another. This is messy, hard stuff. If you've ever done any of those things, you know that is not poetic. That is brutal. Those are brutal words. Those are fighting words to admonish a friend, to forgive a friend, to bear with a friend's burdens that's going through difficulty. These are commitment language verses. This is saying, I'm not going to leave you when it gets messy and when it gets hard. And then the second verse, Matthew 26, 26 through 28. Now, as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body. And he took a cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink of it, all of you, for this is the blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Guys, this was the picture that he was eating the bread and drinking the cup with the people that would betray him later, that would betray him within hours of that meal. And he and he said, hey, I'm going to actually show you, I'm going to demonstrate the forgiveness that you're about to encounter because of the cross. I'm going to show it to you. In fact, I want you to keep having this meal together. I want you to keep breaking bread together. In fact, in another point, it says, as often as you break bread, remember me. There's a sense that every time we break bread, we're to remember Jesus. For our family, that means praying before meals. That means remembering Jesus before we break bread together and eat together. But there's this consistency to it, that we would remember the cross, that we would remember each other, that we would walk through through life and difficulties together, remembering what Jesus has done for us. And when we remember that regularly, as Scripture calls us to, and we are committed to that, then there's this sense of grace that floods our conversations and our meals together, that infuses itself into our relationships. Because there's this idea that you're supposed to eat together a lot, right? You're supposed to sit down and and have meals together. You've got to do it, you know, three times a day. And hopefully you're not doing that alone every day. That should not be your state. If you're still in this podcast, you should know by now, you got to choose to do life and meals together with people. You clock those hours together over food. It's one of the greatest ways that we have to to be together and to experience deep community is we got to eat and we shouldn't do that in our car. We should do that with people over tables and over time and commit to do that together. is a Bible app that Jenny and I have truly fallen in love with. It has the most beautiful listening and reading experience for the scriptures. They have over a dozen new recordings of the Bible, and they've handpicked voices that will engage and inspire you. One of the coolest things about Dwell is their new read-along experience. If you've ever seen Apple Music's like lyric feature, then that's exactly what you can expect from read-along. So gorgeous backgrounds, big bold text that scrolls as the narrator reads to you. So I'm telling you, you need to try Dwell. Go to dwellapp.io slash made for this to get 10% off a yearly subscription or 33% off Dwell for Life. 
Listening to scripture on the Dwell app is one of my favorite ways to kind of wind down at the end of the day. I told my friends I sit in front of a window and watch the birds in my backyard and I listen to Dwell app. So right now I'm listening through the Psalms plan and and every day I just kind of pick something different. They have so many different playlist plans. The music in the background, sometimes I'd leave it on. You can do cello, piano, hymns. Especially at night, you can use the sleep timer. So sometimes we'll fall asleep to our favorite books of the Bible or stories from the Bible without losing our spot or draining my battery at the end of the day. So it's just a great way to infuse scripture in every area of life. To get started with Dwell, go to dwellapp.io slash made for this to get 10% off a yearly subscription or 33% off Dwell for life. 33% off means you save $50, so make sure to visit dwellapp.io slash made for this and commit to scripture for the rest of this year or for life. What the gospel does, what this story is supposed to do is is when we remember what Jesus has done for us, we are able to forgive other people. That is the way we do it. It is because of the blood of Jesus, that cup that he is serving his disciples. It's how he's going to forgive them. It's the way they're going to be right with him again, even though they are destined to hurt him again and again and again. And we are destined to hurt God and hurt each other again and again and again. And the reason we're going to be able to make that right is because of the blood of Jesus, because of the covenant that he made with us, forgiving us. We forgive because we've been forgiven so much. And if you're not in touch with that, if you've never received that before, this is a perfect time. Guys, this is what makes it possible for us to be in right standing with God and in right standing with each other, even though we hurt each other. It is the blood of Jesus. It is the forgiveness of our sins that was made possible because Jesus became a baby, because he lived on earth a perfect life. He took on the sins of the world. He did that to be reconciled to us so that we could be with him forever. And then, you know, because we were forgiven, we were to forgive. You know, you think of the Lord's Prayer that that God forgive us of our sins and help us forgive those who have sinned against us. That is what we're to pray every day. It's it's part of the air we breathe. It's like, give us this day our daily bread and help us forgive the people that hurt us, right? It's 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 often and as constant as breathing and eating and and we need this. This is what life is about is this relationship with each other, this relationship with God and this relationship with each other that we have hopefully over tables with our family members, with our local church, with our people that we're doing life with and bumping into at the store and and over games and over supper clubs and at work. This is the story that we're supposed to be a part of. And the way that we get to be a part of that is to stay, to not quit, to lean in to the relationships that are difficult, even when they're difficult. Because actually on the other side of that difficult might be the best parts. Hopefully will be the best parts. So don't run. Who do you need to make amends with? Who do you need to reconcile with? And reach out to him today. Text him right now. If you're driving, pull over and text him right now. Just say, hey, I realize we've grown distant and I want I want to reach out and just say, hey, I miss you, and I'd love to make things right. So simple. It can be so simple and possible. Well, guys, it's season 10 of the Made for This podcast, and you will not want to miss a single episode. 
make sure you subscribe, rate, and review so that other people can find the show too. We're so glad you're here. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Made For This podcast.